Good morning. <clears throat> Good morning. This is Dr. Brenda Shoshana with another episode of our podcast, One Minute Mitzvahs. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> so many people are writing to me and saying, oh my goodness, I, I had no idea that a mitzvah could be fun. You know, usually we think of a mitzvah as a good deed, something we are obligated to do, must do, very heavy. And of course, when we think that way, resistance and upset comes. And a mitzvah is not necessarily a good deed. This is, I said this in the other podcast, and I actually want to repeat it so that, because it's very fundamental to what this podcast is. And Sometimes we have new people just tuning in for the first time today. A mitzvah is an act that we take or don't take or a thought, a blessing, many, many, many things which I will go into. But the purpose of it is to create a vessel, a vehicle for divine energy to flow into your life and into your world and into the world, the whole world and bring healing, bring love, bring wisdom, bring clarity. It's a vessel. It's really a mindfulness practice as well. Mindfulness, being attentive, being aware, being awake to the world. And then it's mindfulness in action because so many of the mitzvahs require, actually they actually require us to take action, whether it's mental action, physical action, spiritual action. And let's talk more about what that is and how important it is, because yes, 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 it's very important to be silent, mindful, quiet, open, aware, able to see where we are and what is happening to step out of our fantasies and dreams. And in the Jewish world, the Hebrew world, it's called the klipa. We call it the delusions in the world of Zen. And in the Jewish world, we call it the klipa, which are thoughts, feelings, obstacles that, that get in our way, that obstruct us, that hurt us, actually. How do we dissolve that? I mean, they can interfere when you want to really pray or really connect <clears throat> to that which is... The, greater than you, call it God, the divine, the holy one, whatever words you want to use. So in a mindfulness practice, we become still, we become aware, we, we attend to and become one with what's present. And that's very fundamental, it's foundational, it's beautiful. And when we do the one minute mitzvahs, when we take it and do a mitzvah, <clears throat> we take action, certain actions. Now, yes, when we're in the silence, we will have an, a natural intuitive response to many things. And that response is often very wonderful and beautiful. And nobody is negating that. But when we do, a mitzvah gives us a framework. So even if we're not <laughs> in the silence, even if we're not necessarily attuned to a spontaneous response. When we, when we do a mitzvah, we, 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 we take on an action and that itself becomes the meditation. The action itself can bring us into the silence, into connection with Hashem, with God, with the divine. Not only does it bring us personally into connection with the divine, but it benefits. 
You see, it's a source of benefit for everyone. <clears throat> These actions, we may not even understand why they're so needed, why they're so important. These one-minute mitzvahs, or these regular mitzvahs, there are many of them, of course, and they're teachers for us. They're showing us the way. We may not really know. And, and you know, much of our life, we don't know what the outcome of our actions, our decisions will be. We may have the best, best intentions in the world, and yet we'll, we'll fumble around. We may do something that causes inadvertent trouble or pain. I would say inadvertent because I feel that most of us really deeply in our hearts want the good for ourselves, for others. We're not out to hurt anyone, not at all, not at all. However, our confusion, our klipa, our delusions get in the way and they can take over when we're not clear and aware enough. And that is one of the great purposes of the mitzvahs, to make us clear and aware and present to what's happening. And not to withdraw from life or from what's going on, but to engage with it. Mitzvahs all tell you, all, they're all ways of connecting and engaging with life in the most beneficial way, even though we're not aware at the moment of how wonderful the outcome will be. And we may not even be aware of it for a long time either. Sometimes we don't see the outcome. Sometimes we do. You know, they say the best way to do a mitzvah is for its own sake, l'shmo, for its own sake. Meaning just do it. Don't look for the outcome. Don't look for a reward. A mitzvah is its own reward. Just having the opportunity to do it is, oh, thank you, thank you. It's a great honor and privilege and blessing just to do the mitzvah itself. So the mitzvah that we're going to talk about for today is called, very simple, but we didn't even realize it's such a big mitzvah. Give everyone the benefit of the doubt. Everyone. Wow. That's some mitzvah, huh? Can you imagine what this world would be like if even half of us gave everyone the benefit of the doubt. Mm. Let's talk about this mitzvah because there's a lot of books about it, a lot of discussion. And, you know, it only takes a minute. It only takes a minute. That's what I love. Say we're in a, a relationship or in a situation or something happens that hurts or that's shocking or disturbing or we don't like it. Immediately, 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 the mind starts rolling and we think the worst we imagine, we assume, oh, that person really hates me or they're out to get me or that person wants to trip me up or the mind will begin to produce all of these scenarios or that person is not so smart or many, 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 many unfortunate pictures and scenarios, especially if we're hurt or if we feel like we've been slighted or if we feel like we've been not dealt with fairly or kindly. Oh, well, boy, then. Oh, boy. This is actually a form of revenge that we're taking by thinking up all these negative thoughts about the person and about the situation. We want to handle what's going on. We don't know how. So the mind begins to think, oh, this person's terrible or they're after me. I better cut them out. I better never see them again. On and on and on. 
But this mitzvah says, stop it. Stop that immediately. The first minute you notice that going on, stop it. Give this person the benefit of the doubt. And, and I was reading one of the, com I loved reading these commentaries. One commentary said, if someone does something, and then you could even make up a whole long story. Oh my goodness, maybe he went to get a bus and the bus was late and he, and he was running and he hurt his foot. Whatever you have to do, if you have to make up a story <clears throat> to give him the benefit of the doubt, fine. You know, because it's such an interesting thing. We make up a story, don't we, to think the worst in the situation and that story runs so sometimes maybe we have to make up a whole story to get rid of our anger with the person to see the situation from a broader point of view to pull us out of our negativity and you know our negativity harms not only ourselves but others we think oh i'm just having these thoughts i'm just no 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 people pick it they're picking it up our thoughts are going into the universe. They're going into the world. They're creating a negative situation in the world, in our lives, and everywhere. There's nothing positive about allowing that negativity to roll. The mitzvahs come to protect us. They come to protect others. They come to be beneficial. They want to bring benefit. Give the other the benefit of the doubt. How many times have you been involved possibly in a situation where you thought the worst of someone and you even called your friend and told your friend all these stories about this person on and on? It can, it can get really pretty rough. And then, boom, all of a sudden you found something out. Oh, my God, they didn't call because they were in the hospital sick or their child got hurt or... Who knows? Many, you know, you heard something which completely undermined your long, awful story about them. <gasps> and then you feel terrible. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. If only I knew that, I would be reacting with compassion for them instead of this ranting, which is what it is. When we don't give someone the benefit of the doubt, we're going through an inner ranting against them. You know how beautiful this mitzvah is, how powerful this mitzvah is, really, and how simple it is. And that's true for so many of the mitzvahs. They're easy to do, they're, and they're tremendously beneficial. They can be even fun. I mean, you don't really think of mitzvahs as fun, but they can be really fun, too. And the big question is, why don't we just do them? The minute we hear it, why don't we say, yay, that's fantastic. I didn't know mm, how easy it could be to be positive and helpful and supportive and uplifting to myself and to others and to the world. I'm going to just do that automatically. Whenever I, not automatic, it's not automatic, of course. It's, it's, it's conscious. We're making a choice. But I'm going to just do that when something comes to disturb me or to hurt me or when I see something I don't like about someone rather than immediately think the worst. I'm going to think the best. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt, if there is a doubt. <laughs> Somebody walking down the street looking sly, oh my gosh, and the mind begins to go on and on about all kinds of things about that person. No, no, 
The minute you notice that, you stop and give that person the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're just feeling very nervous this morning. Maybe they're afraid. Maybe they've had bad news. You know, it's an interesting thing because the way we see someone, that's the way, that's what we will bring out in them. If we see something lovely in someone, we'll bring that out. If we see something beneficial in someone, if we see someone with compassion, we will call out a calmer, better person. We will evoke it. We will invite it into our lives. If we see the worst, somehow they'll pick it up and that will go into them and they will, we're actually inviting the worst into our life and into their lives as well then as well. Interesting. You know, all of these mitzvahs when, and all of the many, 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 many of the teachings in the Torah, there was a big question always came, well, well, this sounds fine, but how do I know it's true? How do I know it's true? And a very beautiful, powerful, and simple answer came, and it said, do and you will see. Really love that. I've always loved that. Do and you will see. It's not saying believe me. It's not saying take this as a belief. Not at all. It's saying do it for yourself and see what happens. Take it for, for, take it for experimenting. Have fun with it. Try it out. Try and see. See how you feel. See how the others feel. See what happens to the world, to your world and others' worlds as well. Do. And you will see, again, about the mitzvahs, they're not a system of beliefs. You know, many of us have really wrong, wrong, wrong ideas about what Jewish practice is. And that's why there's so much confusion about it and so much, in some cases, distress about it. So that's one of the wishes in this podcast is to make it clear, accessible, simple, and true. Let's focus on these mitzvahs, which people don't even know they're mitzvahs, and live them. Let's do them, and then let me know about how you're doing, because it's really important to have someone to interact with about it. I've been getting some wonderful emails, which I'm loving, with comments about what it's like to do it and what's happened and questions. Please send me more. My, my email is topspeaker at yahoo.com. And I love, love, love hearing from you and engaging with you about this. In, as I said, in, in, in the practice, Jewish practice, often you get what's called a chevrusa, which means a partner. That's all. It means a partner, someone to study with, someone to practice with. It means a little support system, someone so that it's so much more fun and more supportive to, to discuss this with somebody, to discuss it with them, to engage with them, rather than to be all alone. With, with our new way of being. Actually, it's very important to have that support system. We have it in every area of our life, in theater, in writing, in meditation, in mindfulness. We have a community. So um, little by little, we'll, let's have a one-minute mitzvah community, those of us who want to be a blessing. Because when you do the mitzvahs, you become a, a source of blessing not only to yourself, but to everyone you meet. 
So thank you. It's thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Again, I love to hear your responses. And if you the, the URL for this podcast is theonetent.com. That's where the podcasts are listed. And try it today. And by the way, by the way, before I sign off for today, give yourself the benefit of the doubt as well. As well. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And I will be back next week with another mitzvah. Okay, take good care and have a blessed, blessed week.